So, you want to build a house? Have you considered making one out of some sunken ships? Because someone else did. And no, it's not Captain Jack Sparrow. It may sound crazy, but there's a whole town built on these things. It's probably the strangest place on Earth, and there are plenty more of them out there. There's a mysterious place out in the middle of the Caspian Sea, about 60 miles from the city of Baku, Azerbaijan. Local fishermen gave it the spooky name of Black Rocks, thanks to the dark substance found on the stones there. In the 1940s, a geological group went to take a look at the area, and they soon learned that the black stuff was oil. There was tons and tons of it under the seabed, which naturally attracted a lot of attention. The idea of extracting oil from the bottom of the sea appeared long before the discovery of black rocks. It was worked out by a Polish geologist, Witold Glenicki. Sorry, my Polish is rusty. He had studied the oil fields of Azerbaijan. Zaglenicki came up with a plan to build a special platform above the sea to get to the oil, then transport it to the mainland on a special barge. His ideas were taken up as industry began to run out of oil on the land. The depth of the sea at Black Rocks was only 65 feet, so it was decided to build Zaglenicki's platform there. It became the world's first oil platform in the open sea. But the oil workers didn't have enough space to do their work, and there was no place for them to live. So an unusual solution was found. They created a settlement on the water. First, they brought an old ship over to Black Rocks. It served as a home for the oil workers. The first well on Black Rocks was launched within a year. After that, the place became known as Oil Rocks. Half a year later, there were already seven ships there. In fact, the engineers decided to make an entire artificial island of sunken ships. The ships were deliberately flooded and then connected together with metal bridges, creating a foundation for a real settlement in the sea. As the oil extraction picked up speed, the town became larger as well. Over time, oil rocks grew into an actual city, with multi-story buildings, a medical center, a dining hall, factories and workshops. Later on, the artificial islands were connected with a special bridge that towered above the water. In total, the settlement grew to around 17 acres, and all the special infrastructure to get the oil back up to dry land was successfully put up. So the oil workers had a place to work and live. But what about storms? Despite all the hard work, the town was still just a set of metal platforms suspended over the waves. Though this region of the Caspian is relatively calm, nature can throw up challenges almost anywhere. The first of these happened for the people of Oil Rocks in 1953, when a huge lump of ice began to drift south. It was so big that it could easily have swept the whole place away. The residents of the Metal Island struggled with the ice as best they could, including dropping coal powder on it to try and make it melt. But nothing worked. And after two weeks, the people lost their battle with the ice. The residents were evacuated, and the oil well stopped working until the threat had passed. Today, there is no permanent population in oil rocks. About 2,000 people still go there to work, but they don't stay there for more than a week at a time. The only exception occurs during periods of stormy weather, when transport links to the mainland are impossible. Oil rocks remains one of the strangest towns on planet Earth. But there are other unusual cities out there that are equally weird. Take, for example, the Japanese town of Eogashima. 
The island it sits on was formed as a result of the eruption of at least four underwater volcanoes. And the settlement is actually on a huge active volcano itself. Surprisingly, this fact doesn't scare the town's residents. About 300 people still live there. If you're tired of the hustle and bustle of life in the big city, head to the town of Monowy, Nebraska. It's America's only municipality with a single resident. For a few decades, it was an ordinary little town like any other. But as time went on, the younger residents left in search of better jobs. Until one day, there was just one person still there. Monowy's single resident today is named Elsie Eiler. She serves as the town mayor, salesperson, and tavern keeper all at the same time. She also maintains her husband's 5,000-volume library. But in reality, she's not actually alone. The town is quite a popular place, so her friends from nearby towns, as well as tourists, visit Monowy all the time. There have even been a few TV shows featuring the place along with Elsie. In southwest China, there's a place called the Kingdom of the Little People. It's the only village for little people in the world. Those who live there are not allowed to be taller than 4 feet 3 inches. More than 100 residents from all over China live in the town, ranging in age from 19 to 48. The residents say they feel more comfortable living among other people of small stature. With tourism helping to bring in income, the village has its own infrastructure, a police station, and a fire service. I'm guessing they don't host a marathon there, because they don't like to run short on anything. Yeah, I could be wrong. Ordos is another unique place in China. It used to be the largest ghost town in the world. And by large, I mean really large. It was designed for more than a million citizens. But for a long time, not many people could afford to settle there. But in recent years, the situation has changed for the better, and Ordos now has a ton of residents. These tower-like buildings rise out of the desert, making this town look a bit surreal. Yemen Shibam has been dubbed the Manhattan of the desert. Starting in the 16th century, Shibam was the first city which grew upwards rather than outwards. This vertical construction protected citizens from floods, and Shibam's fortified walls allowed them to see danger from afar. The residents of this town in Australia don't see the sun for days. The Cooper Petty locals hide from the extremely hot desert heat and sandstorms in caves dug into the hillsides. What makes them live in such a harsh climate? Well, they want to become rich. There are lots of opals in the outback, so maybe finding $1,000 worth of sparkling gems beats all other inconveniences. This experimental city in central Arizona is one of the most unique eco-settlements on Earth. Its developer, the Italian architect Paolo Soleri, dreamed of building a city that would live in harmony with the natural world. The residents try to protect the environment by doing such things as growing their own food and outfitting their homes with solar panels. Unfortunately, the construction of this urban project remains incomplete, but even the unfinished buildings regularly attract thousands of tourists. There is no permanent population in Arcosanti. The number of residents rises and falls from about 50 to 150 people. Many students and volunteers come here to spend a few months in the middle of the desert and contribute to this architectural wonder. Welcome to the lightning capital of the world. Residents of this village on Lake Maracaibo, Venezuela, experience storms for half the nights in a year. 
In fact, the village can witness thousands of lightning strikes on a single night. That's an average of 28 flashes every minute. Many scientists have wondered about the cause of this everlasting storm. Most agree it's the results of winds from the nearby mountains. And in the remote village of Kalachi in Kazakhstan, people can fall asleep for days. Those who have experienced this strange phenomenon say that their brains just switched off. After these unexplained bouts of sleep, they feel disoriented and don't remember anything about what happened. No one knows the cause, but some scientists believe the abandoned uranium mine nearby may have something to do with it. The radon gas from the mine could be seeping through the ground, causing oxygen deprivation and blackouts. Hmm, I think that's a clue that it may be time to move.